Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. There have been extraordinary scenes of lockdown protests in China over the weekend. How significant is this for energy markets? Very significant. I mean, you see that clearly through the price of Brent, which uh, has been trading as low as uh, pretty close to 80 this morning, which is the lowest we've seen that really for about a year. Um, China accounts for around 15% of uh, global oil consumption uh, and is also a very significant importer of LNG. So this kind of uncertainty is, uh, is very significant for energy markets. And for oil particularly, really, China is the only country where we really have these significant concerns around COVID and demand still. So there are really, I think, three key questions for the market now. One is the COVID outlook for this winter. Cases are rising. There'll be new strains, undoubtedly, and and these could test the Chinese vaccines. And and so we may see more lockdowns uh, over the coming weeks. Then we have the impact of social unrest itself. Does this lead to greater economic disruption than just lockdowns. Would the authorities ease lockdowns prematurely to try and satisfy the protesters and get things back to normal? Does that then lead to higher cases and potentially more stringent lockdowns as a consequence? And then there's also the question of the opening up of the economy next year and whether this protest did accelerate that process. So potentially a more bullish outlook into the next year, but uh, the present situation over the the winter is clearly extremely challenging and uh, markets are very worried about demand as a consequence. OPEC Plus are meeting next Monday. How are they going to react? Well, we had some jitters at the start of last week on a story that uh, OPEC Plus was going to increase output by 500,000 uh, barrels per day. So the market promptly sold off very sharply on that. But the Saudis issued a very strong denial that this was under discussion in the market went back up again. So that seemed to a bit of a, be a bit of a storm in a teacup. But um, apart from that, we haven't really had any uh, reports of uh, views being expressed by OPEC Plus members that we can use to work out what OPEC Plus might be thinking at the moment. So, so uh, pretty hard to say. This uh, the COVID in China, of course, is not the only uncertainty on the horizon where oil is concerned. We also have the price caps still being discussed, but nothing as yet uh, concrete. In terms of uh, what levels they will be set at, there was a story last week. The EU seemed to be close to agreeing a cap in the 65 to $70 per barrel uh, area. Um, and that actually led to market softening last week. That was quite a bearish sort of uh, figure because essentially what, it's, what that would mean is that the cap is being set at a level at which is probably not really worthwhile the Russians to retaliate by, by not uh, supplying crude. Uh, but anyway, EU members haven't agreed to that uh, yet anyway. So that's that's still up in the air. And we've not really heard anything from the Americans or anybody else about what uh, figures they're, they're, they're posing for, for the cap. And yet these the fresh uh, sanctions are coming into force on the 5th of December. And, and yet we don't have any loopholes uh, around that, around insurance and so on. Uh, so if if there continues to be no agreement on the cap, then potentially that, that could be bullish for markets. So really very difficult uh, situation for, for OPEC to, um, to try and deal with. The EU has also been discussing a cap on gas price. How might this work? This is under discussion for, for weeks and months. It's always going to be conceptually very difficult. So on one hand, you're, you're trying to put a lid 
on prices, to reduce the squeeze on consumers or the cost to taxpayers of having to subsidise prices for consumers. But then how do you ensure that you continue to attract sufficient uh, liquefied natural gas from the global markets if you introduce a cap and potentially your pricing becomes uncompetitive? Well, the answer to that conundrum seems to be to set a cap at a level that's very unlikely to be reached. Um, so what is being discussed, and there is no agreement on, on this incidentally, this, some countries are in the are, are opposed to the cap or the level of the cap, so nothing's been agreed yet, but what has been proposed is that if the, the front uh, Dutch gas price uh, reaches 275 euros per megawatt hour and stays there for at least two weeks, and that price is 58 euros uh, per megawatt hour higher than the average of uh, or of some uh, European uh, LNG uh, price assessments for, for at least 10 consecutive trading days, uh, then the cap will have an effect. But the fact is, the Dutch front contract, though it has, did trade over 275 euros per megawatt hour a couple of points earlier this year, it hasn't done that for, for two consecutive weeks. Uh, and, and so, consequently, it looks pretty unlikely that the cap is ever going to have uh, any effect. And uh, people are critical of it for, for, for that reason. And what is the outlook for energy price in view of all of this uncertainty? Well, if we go back to the end of November last year, uh, Brent fell down through $80 per barrel on fears of uh, rising COVID cases and what, what might uh, happen over the course of the winter, uh, but then did rally back in, in December and, of course, continued to go higher in, in, into this year. But we are trading now at the lowest at levels we've seen since that time. Um, if Brent does break $80 per barrel, there's not really much of, in the way of support until we get to trendline support in the mid-70s. And then beyond that, we have to think about delays from December 2021. And we did briefly see Brent trade down to 70 at one point and then uh, to around 65 earlier in December. So perhaps those are some references to, to think of. Then on, on the gas, from the gas point of view, uh, I mean, it's worth mentioning that those storage, like gas in storage, did peak at over 95% fall in the middle of this month. It is now drawing down quite quickly, as is normal at this time of year with the colder weather and so on. It's also worth noting that, that the UK gas contract for December is about to expire, so we now look at the next contract, January is the front contract, which is more expensive, over 300 pence per firm. Um, but this contract has done very little, really, over the last uh, month. It's been relatively constant. Uh, but having mentioned the drawdown in inventories, which will, will continue, the price will become more and more sensitive to the weather outlook and any cold snaps. So I think there is a risk of that contract starting to trade. Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thanks very much, Len. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Investex Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investtech.co.uk or visit investtech.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.